Hello, I am Mark Tucker. And I'm Alan Furstenberg, and welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. How's it been going, Mark? It's been going well. It's been uh, you know just as busy as, as always. Uh, tackled a, a new project, a new challenge uh, this, this weekend. Uh, I got a, an email notification from one of my old Alexa skills that I haven't touched for a number of years, and display templates are going away. I, I can tell how bitterly disappointed you are by that fact. <laughs> well, it, it was the first technology that you know came with the original Echo Show, so that was how you you created things for the screen. They worked fine. Um, there were you know just limitations, not very many uh, different options as far as uh, styles of of different screens that you could do, but it was very simple to implement. You could. Uh, you could code those, um, you know, lots of them all day long. And as long as they fit in with the parameters that you wanted to do, then they were great. Uh, nothing close to what you could do in APL or in web. Um, so I guess they're going to uh, officially uh, deprecate them at the end of July. So um, that makes sense. So yeah. I, I saw you posting about it and I was thinking that you know, we've talked a lot already about the various display technologies. So it, it might be a little too early to revisit, revisit that. But I noticed that one of the things that you needed to do was um, handle some payment information. Yes. So so maybe that would be a good thing for us to, to talk about. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think we can uh, go ahead and talk about some in-skill purchasing stuff um, or in-app purchasing well, more general terminology. Um, there's quite, probably quite a bit to talk about, so we can probably um, let's let's talk about the Alexa stuff first, and then we can carry over the Google Assistant stuff for um, for the next episode. For next time, yeah, that makes sense to me. So Alexa refers to it as in-skill purchasing, so or or ISP because ISP isn't used by anything else in this industry. Yes. <laughs> So things, apps are called skills. And so in skill purchasing, there's three different uh, types of uh, products that you can create for in skill purchasing. Um, you can create uh, one-time purchases. So that's something like a you know, expansion pack that once you buy it, then it's yours um, <laughs> forever. Uh, consumables. So this might be like um, you know, a five pack of lives or a, an additional, you know, like a hint or something that you can, uh, use, uh, pay for, use, and then, you know, buy it again and reuse and just keep, you know, and then there is the subscription, uh, mm -hmm. which, which is typically the, the monthly yearly, uh, once I have a subscription that I'm going to need to get charged X number of dollars every month or every year. And as long as I have that subscription, then it entitles me to additional things. Now, and, and the distinction between the three is kind of important as developers, because for subscriptions, you know, every time uh, the user talks to us or tries to invoke a particular feature, we need to make sure they're subscribed to that. And their subscription may have lapsed uh, or they may have purchased it new or whatever. Right. And we need some way to figure that out. So, and that is different from an entitlement, which is a one-time purchase. Right. Which you just need to check and make sure they've purchased it at all. And then maybe you can store that fact. So you don't need to check every time. While a consumable, you need to do a lot of extra work because not only do you need to track that they've purchased it, you also need to track when they've consumed it. 
Yes. So you have to track um, whatever the the consumable is representing in your inventory. You need to keep track of those. So like if you were to have a game where you would buy credits, so maybe you spent 99 cents and you buy five credits and now you can use those credits to purchase things inside the game. Um, you have to keep track that now they've added five credits um, to their score. And so as you use credits inside the game, then you need to decrement the credits. And that number is different uh, than you know the, the count of how many consumables they've bought. Mm-hmm. Now, and also to be clear, what we're talking about here are digital goods, for, for yes. lack of a better term. We're not talking physical purchases. There's no delivery of any of this stuff, right? Right. It's all digital. All day. Di- okay. So, cause I know on the Google side, they make distinctions between digital and non-digital. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and we'll talk more about uh, Google next week, but there is, you know, transactions that you can do for, you know, physical goods and you can do digital goods. Same thing on Alexa, you can use Amazon pay and, uh, and sell, you know, physical goods through your skill as well, but that's different, different APIs, um, different permissions and stuff. Okay, all makes the sense. Now, one of the things that I know that we've we've kind of talked about before is the notion of a user ID, and that users can reset their user ID, uh, you know, to to get away from tracking, and that's a, a perfectly logical thing to do. Um, how does that work with purchases? Do they lose their purchases if they reset their ID? What's what's the deal there? Well, if they've got something along the lines of, uh, well, I guess typically, like I say, when you do uh, disable your skill and re-enable it again, then you get a different skill ID. There are a few exceptions. One is if you've got account linking, then it it doesn't uh, remove that. You get the same um, the same user ID back again when you when you uh, go to account link the second time. The other uh, situation is for consumables. It do- doesn't really matter for one-time purchases or for uh, subscriptions because if you were to disable the skill, then you know things have gone away and and you're starting over again. And it's reasonable to to conclude that uh, starting from scratch is okay. But if you were to purchase a consumable, you'd be um, upset if you were to disable the skill, re-enable, and then come back and your consumable yeah. is not there. Um, so in that case, they make a special uh, situation, nothing you need to do about it. Um, Amazon on their side of things figures it out and just uh, gives you that same user ID back when you when you enable the skill. Makes sense. And so I guess the other thing is this isn't directly tied to account linking. You don't need to enable account oh. linking. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. So yeah, so you can you can do uh, in-skill purchasing with or without account linking. Um, and then there's also a little bit different rules if you're going to use it in a kid's skill versus another skill. I think consumables is not available in a kid's skill. Hmm. Okay. Is there a general flow for how any of this works or is it really broken down by each type? Oh, they're fairly similar. Um, so like at a very high level, you're going to create products uh, and the place that you create products is in the Alexa developer console. Um, you know, same place that you, you create skills, you can go off and uh, create your different products, specify what type of uh, good you want it to be. Uh, one of those three types we talked about before. And then, um, and then you code your skill to go ahead and use uh, either APIs or uh, directives to, to kick off a flow or to check the, 
the balance of your inventory on, on products. Uh, so those all things happen. And then you'll need some intents to, to cover, um, like some basic intents you would want as a user would be, you know, what can I buy? Or, um, or like just a general store um, mm-hmm. and that would take you to that one. Or what did I buy would be something that you hmm. could handle. Or, you know, tell me details about a specific product. And then there is um, buying a product, canceling a product, um, or what some people would call a refund and then um, upsell. Um, so, and we'll talk about upsell. Interesting, okay. Yeah. So I guess let's start with, with the first couple of those. Uh, you know, what, what, what's available in the store and what's in my own inventory? What, how are those sorts of things handled? Okay, so there's an API that you call that um, Amazon gives you that will go ahead and query, you know, what um, digital goods that you have created, what, what products. And it'll tell you if, you're, if they're purchasable or not purchasable, or if they're entitled, meaning you've, you've purchased them, uh, that you have purchased them. So if you wanna say, what can I buy? Then you'll wanna get that list of all the products and then filter it based on what's purchasable. Hmm, okay. If you want to find out, well, you know, what did I buy? Then you do that same uh, API call to get the list of products, and then you can filter it by entitled. And you can you can see if uh, tell if it's a you know one of these three types. You know, what subscription consumable or entitlement, which is the one time. Um, but you can also get information like what is the short description or the the title. Um, so you could you know list that on a screen, or you can give give some information about it um, and that's information that you 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 store so basically you can manage the types of things that can be purchased separately from the code itself yes that management can be done outside of code okay yeah so um now now in this api i assume you're you're passing the user id i assume or something like that correct um you know i'm not exactly sure what details you're passing that is a good question because um, a lot of that's hidden behind the scenes. Um, but it, it, it knows, you know, since the API call that you're making has to be inside of the skill itself, then it already knows a lot of context information about you. Um, so you don't really have to pass a lot of information. Okay. Uh, but some so, of the, yeah, some of the so, information so, that you get back is, is, is going to be something that the user would want to know about. Okay, so so whether you're passing the the session ID or the user ID, you know there there is context about yes this particular person that does need to be passed. Yeah, so in fact, um, how this differs a little bit from the what Google does is that this isn't just the this is the list of products. It's this is the list of products and how you've purchased it. So you can get a count of how many times you've purchased a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like subscription will be either zero or one or a one-time purchase would be zero or one or consumable could be zero up to, you know, 5,000 or, you know, um, it will keep track of how many times um, that you've purchased something and and then you can use that information to to like, suggest something that they haven't purchased as much or, um, mm-hmm. you know, there's some things that you can do. Okay. So... So that's getting inventory, getting product details, getting, it's basically um, generalized management. So what about when the user wants to buy something? What is What does that look like? All right, so uh, interestingly, part of the information that you get back from the product is not the price. 
that is not something that that oh, really? can, as a developer can surface to the consumer um, because that is part of the flow that once I hand things off to um, the Alexa service to take over the, the flow, since, since I'm passing it off to Alexa, then they can, you know, Amazon already knows which account that I have. I, you know, I've already got an Amazon account. I've already got a credit card set up. So it just knows how to make a purchase and it's not going to give that information to the developer at all. Um, plus it's not going to give the information as far as how much something costs. The reason being is that uh, Amazon does that something that's kind of, I don't know, it's to the benefit of the developer, um, but a little bit, uh, I guess they, they can do it because they, they know if you're a, as a user, an Amazon Prime subscriber or not. So, <laughs> okay. So they might, you know, like if it's uh, something that's uh, a, a dollar is how much I'm going to charge it. I'm guaranteed as a developer to get 70 cents off of that dollar. And then there's the extra 30 you know, cents that now- That Amazon takes. That Amazon, Amazon takes gets. That but Amazon could choose to take less than that 30% and give a automatic immediate discount to Prime subscribers. Okay. Um, as an extra benefit for being a Prime subscriber. No, that, that makes some sense. Okay. Um, but so in the con have, so in the console though I do need to set a price right it's not that oh yeah I, okay. yeah I set I set what the price is is going to be so I, I would say that it's a dollar uh, is what I'm going to sell it as um, and once I hand off the flow uh, to to Amazon to complete this purchase then it's going to go ahead and do things and and this is well documented uh, I'll provide a link um, that you can go look at but there are specific things that that um, the Alexa is going to ask you and it's going to tell you about the product and it's going to um, tell you what the price is or what it's going to charge for the, for the prices. And if this is playing on a, an echo show, you know, a screen device, then the smart display automatically shows a page that shows information about that product. Hmm. And it's okay. got, and it's got, it's got an icon and it's got the, the, the price and a short description a title, you could either, you know, say something to purchase it, or you could tap a button and you can, you know, complete your purchase flow right there. Okay. So, um, and if it's done by speaker, how does that, where does the purchase flow sound like? So it's it's, just, it's, it uses the same text. So it's going to tell you like, this is the such and such, um, you know, game pack and a little bit about it. Are you interested in learning more? And you say, yeah. And like, it's, uh, this would allow you to do such and such. And the cost is this, would you like to purchase it? And then you can say yes or no, and you can go through um, the flow. So it works you know, well for both a, a smart speaker or a smart display. Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. And, and at no point does it make you go to the phone to, to complete the purchase? Nope, not at all. Interesting, okay. Um, I feel, so when you say triggering the flow, now, I, I think we kind of have a, a broad understanding of that, but how is that actually done? Is it sending a directive? Is it a special command? What is it? What does that right. look like? Yeah, so just a reminder on Alexa, um, a directive is something, some special code that you send back in the response JSON that is going to then trigger the Alexa service to do something. Um, so, um, that, that's what you do. So there's a, you know, just a, a handful, there's a buy and, and uh, cancel and upsell are the three different directives that you have the option of, of doing. And uh, 
So there's a connections.send request. And in the case of a buy, you're going to go ahead and send what the product ID is, just a unique identifier for the, the product ID. And there is this thing called a correlation token. And that's just a string that you can pass in as a developer. And when you get back the response, then you have that. And you can do that to provide context of where you are in the in the skill or you know, whatever that you so, want to, to do to, to include so you, that token. So basically the token gets handed back to you after it's confirmed the purchase. Right. And that's how you know what they purchased because you set that token in the first place. And well, presumably well, actually, somewhere, presumably somewhere you're going to associate that token with whatever is being purchased. Yeah. So actually when you uh, get the response back, you're going to get the product ID. That's a little bit different than, than okay. uh, Google as well is that you do have to use that token or you have no idea what the, the thing was that you just bought in the flow. Hmm. But um, with, with Amazon, um, so you go through and you do that directive for the buy. It goes through all the, the flow that Amazon controls, answering the different prompts. And then if you say yes or, or no, you know, however you want to the user does the purchase. In the end, it's always going to come back and you're going to get a, a request coming in that's of type uh, connections response. And part of that is going to be, you know, was it a buy, cancel, or upsell? This is the product ID. Um, this is the purchase result. So the user accepted it. So like I, I bought it and yes, uh, it was a purchase flow and yes, I accepted um, the purchase flow. And so now I've, I've purchased the item. I can decline uh, situation I could, you know, have already purchased it, and then I try to purchase it again, or some sort of error, unknown error, um, and it will come back with a message that I can then respond to the the user with, um, in addition to whatever the flow is, and then um, uh, the, and then that token again. So, like if I was in the, in the context, uh, it's more more important in like an upsell situation. Like if I'm at a certain point in the skill code. And I do an upsell, which really is just is like, oh, you're in this situation and you're trying to do something and you don't have any more lives or, you know, in snatch words, you have no more, um, you know, things that you can, you know, words that you can get. Then at that point, it's a, it's a great opportunity as a developer to say, hey, would you like to purchase some, such and such? And so when you, if the user says yes, then what you want to do is you want to go right back to that situation and then complete where they were. So it's, so it's uh, like immediate using of the, of the, um, you know, the thing that you just purchased. Um, so that would be a situation where like the token could help you. Like they were in this context when they went into the purchase the, or the upsell flow, upsell and purchase are really the same thing. It's, it's just that um, with an upsell, it's just a little bit different terminology. You're just kind of like subtly, so it uses different phrasing in the in the message yeah. that it sends the okay. Now you also mentioned a cancel flow. What is you can purchase something and then cancel it in the skill itself? Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, so it's the same type of thing that you like like you could say, oh, you know, what have I purchased? And they're like, oh, you've got um, such and such. And you're like, oh, cancel game pack 12, right? And and so what it would do is it would uh, then send a directive and, and uh, send it to a council flow. And uh, Amazon's going to go ahead and ask the, the user if they want to go ahead and cancel this. And they'll say yes, uh, if that's what they want to do. And then it would kick them back out to the, um, the continuation flow. Um, and you can say, yeah, it's, it's been um, 
it's been you know refunded like if in the case of a subscription yeah, yeah then the, then they'll keep on the subscription through the through the rest of the, the month if it was like monthly um, but then after that then their um, subscription will cancel and you can you know give some details to the user to let them know that they still have that for a limited time um, or there's also you can go through customer support to uh, to get a refund on something and so that's that's something that you want to do when you first start up your skills actually to query that API to get back the list of pro, uh, products. And if you've, if you've stored a snapshot of that, you can see if any of those values are less than what they were before. And you can start doing an, uh, an entry message at the start, like, oh, I see that you refunded. You got a refund for such and such. Um, you know, sorry to, to hear that or-, or that I see you've canceled your, your monthly gold tier premium. Yeah. Don't forget that you'll no longer be able to do this, that, and the other thing. Would you like to upgrade? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so interesting. So you you know bring about upsell just because you have situations where you can do upsells, you shouldn't overuse it. Yeah. Um, so you know the first time that you hit such and you know a certain situation, probably fine to upsell. But then you also want to keep some sort of a counter, like the last how many times they've they've hit that that point before. Um, and like every third time, maybe do an upsell, but don't overly upsell them because that would be greatly annoying. Yep. And we've talked about using counters in the past and, and storing them. So that makes sense. Yep. Okay. So this seems fairly straightforward. Um, any, anything further that, that people need to keep in mind when they're, they're implementing this? Let's see. Um, just going to go through quickly some, some of my notes. Uh, when you create a subscription, you have two options on Alexa. You can do monthly and yearly. Um, we, okay. meant, we, we mentioned that. You can also choose if you're going to surface this to Amazon.com, which is something that's new. So what happens is that you have a description for your uh, products and an icon. And if you select that checkbox that you want to go ahead and surface it on Amazon.com, then when you go into the skill store and you see your skill, then you also see below the description, you'll see a list of the different products that you can purchase. And if I'm remembering right, you can actually purchase it from the skill store directly. So that's another place where oh, you interesting. can purchase it. Yeah, you don't even have to purchase it through the skill. You can just purchase it beforehand in the process of enabling the skill. Very interesting. And actually that, that gives me another thought. If, if you've got a website set up is it possible for them to purchase stuff through the website? No, I think it's it's following kind of that same um, paradigm that that Apple is. Is that if you're in a voice experience and you're purchasing it, um, then you need to purchase it through the voice experience. I don't know that things have been pushed as far as like, well, what if you've got like a subscription or something that that you purchase on your website and you've got account linking. And so that, that yeah. might, that might be available. That seems to be more of a, more of an enterprise type of scenario. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the uh, exact yeah, I mean, ruling about that. I mean, it's the sort of thing where I can see games. You'd probably want to, it's most likely that people would, would continue to do it in the skill, but for other applications, it yeah you, know, you can see where a website might make sense. So very interesting. Um, I guess the other one I have is, and I, I kind of know the answer to this one because I cheated. Um, where is this available? Um, so so say, say the question again. Where is what available? 
Where where are in-skill purchases available, as in what locales? Oh, um, the two English locations are U.S. Um, and U.K. Um, so, hmm. you know, not Canada, not Australia, not India, at least not yet. Interesting. Um, I don't know about the other ones. I haven't done a lot uh, of non-English uh, skills. I'm sure there are other places that do. I, I, I read up on this one because this was always because this is one of the questions I get all the time. Yes. Um, so uh, Germany is included. Uh, France and Italy are included. Uh, Japan is included. And interestingly, um, it's also for Spanish for both Spain and the U.S. Oh, okay. So Excellent. that's, uh, what is that, about 10 or so, 10 or so regions. But it's interesting that Canada and Australia and India are not included in that list. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also, um, it's, it's a little bit challenging because you need to then make sure that your skill can handle situations where you're in a location that doesn't support. So like yeah. if, if you were in um, Australia and you said, you know, go to the skills store or go, you know, what can I buy? Then I say, Oh, you know, this, you, you need to respond with, this isn't currently available in your location. You know, um, yeah, check back later or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Bug Amazon, whatever, you know, what you want to say to, to that. But yeah, that's that's um, something that yeah that you have to get something else though that's interesting and and I got dinged on this for for Snatchword after it was already deployed, is that in the skill description itself, you can say something along the lines that it um has things to purchase, but you can't give the wording that you would use. You can't set, have like an example phrase that says, huh. what can I buy? Which I'm not exactly sure why that is, um, but... Uh, does does the description itself indicate that there are, are in-skill purchases? Yeah, so the, the part of the description that, that Alexa um, puts on your skill store entry is does say that there are in-skill purchasing available. Um, so it already has that terminology, but like I usually include like a whole, um, not a, like exhaustive, but like a, a big list of the different phrases that you can say, some of the mm -hmm. utterances that map to all the different intents so that you know somebody could look through that and kind of get an idea. Um, but I had some things that were, you know, the basically what can I buy? What did I buy? And I had to take those out when I, <laughs> when I updated, yeah, I sent I sent some other small change to certification, and it got kicked back with that. And I, at first, I was trying to say think that they had changed the rules where you couldn't even say what can you mention it at all. And, yeah. and I was just and I and and so I was I was getting a little huffy about it. I was like, "What? This is this is there's even a a, a blog post that specifically says to do that." And and then I looked closer, and it was just the the skill description couldn't say that. And I was like. All right, sure. I'll just I'll, I'll conform. It doesn't really make sense to me, but you know, I can delete three lines and submit for certification. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So, anything else on in-skill purchases? No, I think that's uh, that covers uh, quite a bit of what you can do on the Alexa side as far as uh, purchasing. And uh, next episode, we'll talk more about Google Assistant. What you can do there. Okay, so we'd love to hear people's uh, experiences with with ISPs. Uh, you know, 
is it working for you? How well? How much are you you're making? Um, and we'll talk about uh, Google next time on Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs. See you next time, folks. Take care, Mark. Right. Yeah, take care, Alan.